This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. 7.48 Monday, the 13th of February, and of course you're listening to The Morning Run. Now on Friday, Malaysia recorded the highest annual growth rate in more than two decades a GDP of 8.7%. This was higher than the median estimate of 8.6% in a Bloomberg survey. As for the last quarter of the year or fourth quarter of last year, the economy expanded by 7% year on year. However, on a sequential basis, this is a moderation from the high growth of 14.2% seen in the third quarter due to the low base effect and waning support from stimulus measures. It is worth noting that the service sector recorded the highest growth in 2022 at 10 10.9%, followed by manufacturing at 8.1%, then construction at 5%. So as pent-up demand helped Malaysia's economy to grow at its fastest pace among Southeast Asian countries, can Malaysia be shielded from a challenging global environment? For some answers, we speak to Woon Kajak, Head of Economic Research and Senior Economist at RAM Ratings. Good morning, Kajak. Now, Malaysia's GDP grew by 7% year-on-year in the fourth quarter of last year, bringing 2020's full-year GDP growth to 8.7%. Was this in line with your expectations and was 2022 the year of pandemic recovery? Hi, good morning. Uh, the robust pandemic recovery in 2022 was broadly in line with uh, RAM's expectation. So the actual GDP print, as you mentioned, for the full year of 8.7% is, is close to our revised estimate of 8.5% uh, for 2022. So we had expected a strong push to come mainly from domestic demand, uh, benefiting from the country's transition into an endemic phase as well as the reopening of economic sectors and uh, which helped to drive improvement in the labour market as well as uh, various economic activities. But of course, I think the uh, the road to recovery, uh, to such a strong recovery was not an easy one, uh, given the emergence of uh, numerous challenges and uncertainties throughout last year, such as the um, Omicron variant, the Russia-Ukraine war, and also given the circumstances, uh, Malaysia has actually weathered it quite well, and it is a much welcome turnaround after two years of uh, subpar growth. And Kajak, if we delve deeper into the numbers, December export growth of nearly 6%, it was below expectations and slower after 16 consecutive months of double-digit expansion. Is this expected to continue falling amid slowing global growth and what can cushion the impact of weaker global demand? Malaysia's export momentum is envisaged to to weaken considerably this year uh, in line with the global economic slowdown and moderation in global industrial activity. So the deceleration that we saw in recent export data were foreshadowed by some of the leading indicators that we saw, such as the uh, Purchasing Managers Index, as well as uh, some of the new export orders data uh, around the world. So the slowdown of these leading indicators are signs or signals that uh, that an impending deceleration in global trade is coming. So with the international institutions like uh, the IMF and World Bank projecting the global economic growth to, to register a subpar growth this year. Uh, so Malaysia's export performance is expected to underperform as well. So it's very unlikely that we will see a return to the stellar double-digit growth that we have consistently charted over the last two years uh, in 2023. However, I think on the flip side, Malaysia's broad and uh, diversified economic base should help to cushion the impact of weaker global demand in 2023. So Malaysia also entered 2023 with a strong domestic economic footing, and that should actually provide the study base needed to drive continued economic expansion this year. 
if you look back into 2022, the, the 2022 recovery was mainly driven by domestic demand, and we expect that to remain the pillar for growth in 2023. BNM, um, BNM surprisingly kept borrowing costs unchanged last month. What are your expectations for OPR rates in the next policy meeting? So one of the key reasons for the pause as cited by Bank Negara was to actually assess the impact of the cumulative OPR hikes over the last four consecutive uh, monetary policy committee meetings. So this is understandable given that generally there is a transmission lag of uh, monetary policy to the economy. So the interest rate increases will only have an effect on the economy after a period of time. So likely that uh, perhaps Bank Negara think it is more prudent to actually allow the impact of prior hikes to take effect and then proceed to assess the situation before deciding to move the OPR again. So we believe that it will not be too surprising if Bangar decides to continue to hold the OPR unchanged for a few more meetings. So this also tallies with its, uh, its historical behavior where during the post-GFC interest rate normalization cycle uh, back in 2010-2011, uh, where Bangar actually took a pause for four meetings before proceeding to raise it back to 3%. All said, uh, we still expect Bank Negara to still be able to complete its interest rate normalization by the end of this year. And we are maintaining our projection for the OPR to reach 3% by end 2023. Okay, Kajek, let's talk about uh, something you mentioned earlier, which is the fact that there might be subpar growth uh, globally for 2023. So how vulnerable is Malaysia considering we're so export dependent? And the reason I'm asking this is because China has reopened. Does that change the equation in terms of our growth? So Malaysia being a small and open economy, we will unavoidably have to deal with the negative ripple effects from the global external environment. And in turn also the dampening effect it has on Malaysia's overall economic performance. Uh, however, I think Malaysia's economy is relatively diverse and does not solely rely on its export to, to drive economic growth. In addition, Malaysia also entered, as mentioned earlier, about 20, mentioning 2023 with a strong domestic economic footing, and that should actually provide a sturdy enough base to, to weather through and continue to chart positive growth for, for, for this year. In terms of China's reopening, I think, in, in a sense, China reopening will definitely help. Uh, it is also a very welcome development considering the, the downside risk that we are facing uh, this year. However, I think if uh, given, should under the scenario where you have into a recession, then definitely the, the overall negative impact would uh, likely be uh, rather big as well. So uh, China's reopening will help, but it's unlikely to fully to be able to offset any of the, uh, the total global negative impact that we will be facing. And Kajak, with the government's finances currently and the need to still allocate more for development expenditure, do you think that the fiscal deficit target of 5.5% of GDP is looking realistic? Um, mathematically speaking, yes, it is achievable uh, because of the larger denominator or the larger uh, GDP that we have for this year and next year. So I think, as mentioned about the 2022 growth, uh, with a robust rebound in GDP, so assuming that the deficit amount stays unchanged, the fiscal deficit ratio for 2022 is now estimated to come in narrow at around 5.6%. So this compares to the 5.8% projected uh, by the government uh, during the tabling of the previous uh, budget 2023 in October last year. So when the, the GDP expectation was slightly weaker. So assuming that the uh, GDP this year is still able to chart a, a softer but still positive growth, uh, a narrowing of the fiscal deficit in 2023 should be uh, fairly realistic. Um, besides that, 
the narrowing of the deficit is also possible if it's accompanied by uh, some form of savings, uh, such as a decrease in the operating expenditure. So the subsidy bill for one, uh, which formed a significant share of the expenditure last year, is expected to be moderately smaller in 2023, largely because of the price effects where we had experiencing lower global commodity and food prices for this year uh, relative to last year. So there will be some savings there. Uh, besides that, should the government also decides to rationalize on some of the uh, subsidy program. So there will also be potential for a further fall in subsidy spending on top of the price savings. And uh, I think lastly, another savings or another decrease in spending could be on COVID-19 related spending uh, with the tapering of some of the fiscal support program. So uh, there will be, this will actually free up some resources for the mm-hmm. developmental expenditure to, to, to increase while at the same time not really generating additional pressure on the fiscal deficit. Right, so Kai Jai, what is Ram's prediction for Malaysia's GDP in 2023? What will be the theme for the economy then? So Ram is currently projecting Malaysia's GDP growth to come in at 4 to 5% in 2023. So this is a moderation from last year uh, because of the receding low base effects that actually popped up uh, the annual rate in 2022. Uh, besides that, the lower growth forecast also reflects uh, our view of a slowdown in global growth, uh, the, the tighter global and domestic monetary policy conditions, as well as the continued price pressure that we are facing at the moment. Uh, however, I think we still believe that the economy is still expected to stay on the path of recovery and continue to chart positive growth. And uh, domestic demand is expected to remain the, in the driver's seat this year as the businesses as household and households climb fully out of the shadows of the COVID-19 pandemic. So this will be supported by continued recovery in the labour market, uh, where we also envision the unemployment rate to return to the long-term level of around 3.3% by the end of 2023. So the continued improvement in household income and some of the support from the existing policy measures should also help to keep the domestic consumption engine uh, running. And we should still expect to see a, a rather uh, although slower, but still uh, positive growth for, for 2023. All right. Thank you very much for your time. That was Woon Kai-Jek, Head of Economic Research and Senior Economist at RAM Ratings, ending conversation with a forecast of 4 to 5% for Malaysia's GDP, which is pretty much in line with consensus, the numbers that I see on Bloomberg. Of course, there will be risks, uh, one of which is, of course, if the, glo- the global trade does slow down considerably, we fall into, US falls into a deep and prolonged recession. Uh, so we'll be watching this space very closely. I think Budget 2023 will also give us an indicator of government's theme for our economy and how we can resolve some of the long-standing structural problems that we face. Up next, of course, the Breakfast Grill, where Philip C. puts Malik Ali, founder of BFM Media, in the hot seat in conjunction with World Radio Day. Keep it here, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.